You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. back to the Bama Online Podcast. Travis Ryer, Senior Analyst for BOL. It is a Friday. It is May the 21st, 2021. And on Fridays, we like to check in with our outstanding recruiting analyst for us there at BamaOnline.com. The one, the only, the incomparable Hank South. How about that for an intro heading into the weekend, <laughs> Hank? Man, that, that'll get it going. <laughs> yeah, just uh, don't forget the Venmo. Right. I gave you that information before oh, yeah. we hit record on this thing. I think uh, just just hook me up there. Uh, no, Hank, uh, we always appreciate your time here on the podcast. And we're going to get into a number of subjects today. We're going to talk about some transfer news and some potential news, I guess, on that front for the Alabama football program. We'll get into Ty Simpson, his performance at the Elite 11 in Nashville from last weekend. Some interesting nuggets to come out of that event where Ty Simpson and perhaps another five-star of particular interest for the class of 2022 is concerned. And we're going to go Griswolds with Hank South. We're going to set the roadmap, the June recruiting roadmap with Hank South for the Alabama Crimson Tide. And we'll also give you a little bit of basketball news on the recruiting front as we get out of here on a Friday. First, though, let's start with the transfer topics, Hank, because I know last weekend you were pretty well knee-deep in transfer news and potential news anyway in the way of T.J. Finley, the LSU quarterback previously of LSU, looking to move on from the Tigers, a loaded quarterback situation there in Baton Rouge with Miles Brennan coming back from injury, with Max Johnson emerging late last season as another freshman to go along with Finley behind center, and I guess Garrett Nussmeyer, a promising early enrollee now in that mix as well. And I got to say, Based on your conversation with T.J. Finley, Hank, it made it made me think that Alabama's very much involved uh, in this situation. Uh, you look at Alabama's quarterback numbers right now from a scholarship perspective. It makes some sense that the Crimson Tide would do its diligence where the portal is concerned. Uh, what was your main takeaway from that conversation with T.J. Finley? Yeah, you know, I, I think my main takeaway was. Like you said, Bama might be a little bit more involved than than people were were, were thinking. Um, you know, at first uh, we we got word, I guess, a little bit over a week ago, maybe a couple weeks ago, um, that Alabama was in contact with him. Um, you know, nobody really took it seriously, including myself. You know, I, I, you know, I think Henry Toto had just committed, uh, Jamison Williams had just committed. So, you know, you were thinking Bama was maybe wrapping it up in the transfer portal. Um, you know, then, then I heard again, uh, I guess on Monday or Tuesday of this week that Bama was talking to him. So I was like, you know what? I need to check this out. And, and, uh, I was able to, to get in contact with him and, uh, and, and yeah, you know, he, he told me he's been in contact with Nick Saban, Bill O'Brien, Pete Golding, who's the Louisiana recruiter. He's a TJ Finley's a Louisiana native. 
Um, and, and even Mac Jones, he's been talking to Mac Jones about coming to Alabama. Um, and, and you know, that he kind of just, you know, talked about the, and the quote that really got the, the Bama online message board going was, uh, he said, they want me to come in and compete with Bryce for the starting job. And, and of course, you know, uh, <laughs> I mean, mo- most people understood what it was, you know, obviously Bama always, you know, that, that that's their, that's their message is, you know, you come in and you compete with everybody. Um, you know, I, I don't think the, the starting quarterback position is up for much debate at Alabama right now. You know, I think if, if this was a move, uh, if anything, it, it's a depth move, you know, to, to add, um, a potential backup quarterback that, that has sec starting experience. Um, you can't go wrong with that, but, um, no, I mean, it sounds like, you know, there, there's been some pretty consistent communication. He says Bama is one of the schools recruiting him hardest. He mentioned Auburn, um, Texas, Texas tech, Penn state, Ole Miss. Um, he said a bunch of schools are in the mix. Um, but he did mention, and this kind of reminded me of the Henry Toa Toa stuff was how much of a, a, a solid mentor Nick Saban has been to him throughout this process, just kind of talking about, you know, him making the best decision for himself more than anything, uh, whether that be Alabama or, or go elsewhere. So um, kind of another one of these Nick Saban uh, transfer portal advisor moments um, that, that, you know, maybe is developing. But, yeah, we'll keep an eye on him. He said he, he he's not really he's really holding himself to a timeline. He said he wants to get into his next school and, and you know, get into the playbook and into the summer sessions. Um, so, you know, he mentioned June 3rd, which is that kind of that date that's circled for the the SEC interconference transfer ruling. So we'll see. A lot of people think Auburn may have the kind of drive, maybe in the driver's seat for him at this point, which, you know, they might be. Um, but, you know, he, he's not naming any favorites and does seem like Bama's squarely in the mix for him. Yeah, I think there's a couple different ways to look at that comment from Finley that you highlighted there for us about competition with Bryce Young. And look, the Alabama staff at every position is always looking to maximize the day-to-day competition, not only because it gives them more options and at the starter level, but it pushes people to get better. I mean, you think about the quarterback room over the last three or four years with Mac Jones in there, with Jalen Hurts in there, with Tua Tonga Bailoa, even Lane Hatcher at one point was a part of that room, and he's gone on to be a starter elsewhere at the FBS level. I think that's probably more of the perspective from from Alabama, just trying to strengthen that room in general, just like they would any other. Right. Yeah. If you even think back to spring of 2018, you know, going into the 2018 season, you had Tua, Mac, Jalen, um, you get a commitment from Gardner Minshew as well, <laughs> <laughs> just future NFL starting quarterback. Right. Uh, so, yeah, no, they're always trying to bolster every position group. You know, you have a pretty strong linebacker core this year. You're bringing in Henry Toa Toa. Obviously, you know, that's you know, he, he's an instant impact player that can be opposite Christian Harris. But, um, you know, you, you think wide receivers done uh, after the class they just signed the best wide receivers class since 2017. And, you know, lo and behold, they they uh, they add Jamison Williams. So, yeah, they're they're always looking to to uh, to bolster um, uh, their their position groups wherever they can. And with the intra-conference rule on transferring expected to go away, I think this is probably going to be more the norm. Would you say, Hank, the conference guys that, you know, look, TJ Finley too, you could almost view him as a class of class of 21 guy um, Mm -hmm. because he just had a free year. Uh, with the COVID situation. So he still has technically four years of eligibility left. 
could be a developmental guy, perhaps. And as we said, you know, strengthen the level of competition uh, in that quarterback room. And we talk about transfers, and we typically, again, Henry Toa Jamison Williams, more of the high-profile guys. But Alabama, as you reported for us on BamaOnline.com last weekend, picked up what might be an undervalued transfer as far as the special teams area of the game is concerned with Jack Martin coming in from Troy. And boy, I guess this is something else that I hadn't thought much about, but we could see more of in the future is players from the group of five level walking away from scholarship situations to join Alabama as a preferred walk-on. That's a new one for me. Yeah. No, he said, yeah, I, I caught up with Jack Martin. First of all, it, it threw me off because I was like, why does Jack Martin sound so familiar when he first committed? <laughs> <laughs> because there was another walk on punter, Jack Martin, that I, from Mobile uh, a couple of years back that, that uh, you know, obviously came to Alabama. But no, uh, he, yeah, we caught up with him um, on, on Saturday or Sunday, I guess, uh, after he announced his commitment to Alabama. He said it was a hard decision. You know, he said, uh, you know, going from a scholarship to to a preferred walk on, obviously, you know, he'll have the chance to to uh, get on scholarship later on down the road. Like you mentioned, he has that free year. So he's got, he's got several years of eligibility left. Um, but he just mentioned how perfect the situation was that he could come in and, you know, maybe make an instant impact right away um, in, in punting and, and even kickoffs too. You know, that, that was what the two things he did at Troy do. He did really well at Troy. Um, you know, last year he averaged 46.1 yards per punt. I think he had eight punts over 50 yards. So certainly bringing in um, some experience, some talent um, and, and a guy that will probably contend right away to uh, to uh, to see the field. So, um, yeah, that was the that was another question, you know, right when he committed, it was like, oh, well. How do they have the scholarship for this? It's like, well, he's not taking a scholarship. He, he's coming on on a preferred walk on um, to Alabama, so he'll he'll be there this weekend, um, set to arrive and uh, and get going. Yeah, Jack Martin with three years of eligibility remaining. So this could be more than just a quick fix to an area that needs it, Alabama. While Charlie Scott did a nice job in certain instances, especially late in the 2020 season. Alabama last in the SEC didn't matter with that offense, but last in the SEC at 38 yards per punt in 2020. Hey, let's talk some quarterback. Let's get back to the quarterbacks and specifically Alabama's five-star commitment for the 2022 cycle. Ty Simpson up there at the Elite 11 in Nashville last weekend earns Alpha Dog honors for that camp edging out Zach Pyron of Pinson Valley, the Baylor commit from the Birmingham area. You look at the reports. I know, uh, I guess Greg Biggins and others for 24 seven sports.com, a big part of that. Uh, do we talk enough about the athleticism of Ty Simpson? Do you think uh, Hank, because again, based on the reports, Sounds like that area of his skill set gave him the edge maybe over the competition as much as anything else. Yeah, maybe not enough. I guess, you know, if some people haven't seen his film, you know, you turn on his tape and he's running for his life a lot. His offensive line doesn't give him much help, but he, he's always creating, you know, big plays out of things that kind of just collapse. Um, so, you know, his tape certainly displays that. But, yeah, at, at Elite 11 in Nashville last weekend, um, he, he really just – 
lit it up both from an athletic standpoint and just overall just from throwing uh, moving out of the pocket uh, they do the uh, spark testing or whatever it is now whatever it's called um, and he, he scored the highest of any quarterback there 99.39 I think anything in that hundred range is considered elite um, he ran a 4740 425 shuttle jumped a 34 inch vertical um, and, and just really did everything you know our guys wanted to see in in terms of you know scouting him um you know he moved outside the pocket really well he was hitting all his passes very accurate um everyone talks about how coachable he is he's very competitive obviously he's a coach's son so you know he kind of soaks that all up um and and you know kind of knows um how to carry himself in that regard so um i think he only helped himself you know he's a composite five star 24 7 sports i think has him in the 60s or 70s in terms of you know overall i could pull it up right now uh 63 currently um so you know i I think he only helped himself um in that setting obviously he's going to go compete at the elite 11 finals you know we'll see how he does there but i think he's he's uh you know kind of cemented his standing in that composite five star range and, and we'll likely see um, see some love in the rankings from 24/7 Sports as well. If you know, especially if he does that again, um, come Elite 11 Finals. Watching some of those clips from Nashville last weekend, he is a guy that very much at ease at the position. Everything seems to come easily for him. I understand the work ethic and the time he puts in goes a long way in in developing that sort of comfort level that he has behind center he was the accuracy challenge winner last weekend in addition to as you pointed out testing at a very high level in terms of uh, his physical attributes and his tools that he has there also of interest from Nashville last weekend with Ty Simpson I guess Hank uh, sound like he called a shot (laughs) with another five-star prospect of note from the state of Tennessee yeah, Walter Nolan, the number one defensive tackle in the country. Um, Greg Biggins did a little recruiting notebook following the event, and they asked him about Walter Nolan. He's in, quote, Walter Nolan, I'm calling it now. He's coming in with me. So Bama fans got to love that. Um, <laughs> with, uh, and, and Ty Simpson has been saying, you know, he said several times Walter Nolan's a guy he wants to get. We actually talked to Walter Nolan about it uh, earlier this spring, and he said you know, he's close to Ty. I think they played some sort of youth league uh, sport together. I don't know if it was baseball or, or football, or something. They know each other. Um, they're friends. And obviously Walter Nolan was at a day with Ty, um, back in April. So, um, that, that relationship is there, you know, we'll see Walter Nolan on campus next month, um, for an official visit and, and Ty Simpson will be, should be there as well. You know, he told us this week, he's going to be, um, on campus each weekend. So, uh, or Ty Simpson, that is not Walter Nolan, but you know, with that, that June official visitors weekend, um, you know, he'll be there as well. So, Big, uh, big target of Ty Simpson's uh, that he is working on to try to get to come with him. We're going to take a quick break here on the Bama Online Podcast. When we come back, we're going to lay out what we have to date anyway, the ever-changing June recruiting roadmap for the Alabama Crimson Tide. As Hank pointed out there, Ty Simpson, it looks like, and Emmanuel Henderson, I guess, going to be big parts of that. Uh, each and every weekend in the month of June. We'll do that. We'll also give you a a basketball recruiting update for Nate Oates' program when the Bama Online Podcast returns right after this. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. 
No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Back with more of the Bama Online Podcast. Travis Ryer, Senior Analyst for BOL, joined by recruiting analyst Hank South. If you haven't already, how about a subscription to the Bama Online Podcast? Simple as a click or two. It's free. And if you don't mind, we would greatly appreciate a rating and a review while you are doing that. That would help us out a great deal. Hey, Hank, we want to get into sort of this recruiting roadmap for the Alabama Crimson Tide in the month of June. Understanding very much fluid, very much subject to change. I guess in your dealings with this stuff, it literally is minute to minute when you start getting into camps and visits and surprises, people showing up on campus that maybe you hadn't, no one else had heard about. And uh, so we we have to throw that out there first and foremost, don't we? Yeah, it's, it's certainly every day you, you find out a new date, either kids tweeting that he just set plans to, to camp or take an official visit or, you know, he, um, you know, the, yeah, it's constantly changing. And Alabama is set up in a spot where, you know, it, it's pretty easily accessible for most kids throughout the South to get to, not, whereas, you know, maybe it's a little bit dip, more difficult to get kids up to Michigan or Washington state or something like that. Um, you know, kids, kids can get to, to Alabama kind of on a whim. So, um, certainly plans are always changing. Guys are deciding to come up. Um, you know, they're convinced by their friends to come with them or, you know, they decide to, to switch a visit from maybe uh, Florida to Alabama instead. And, and so, yeah, it, it's constantly changing. You always kind of have to keep your head on a swivel, especially this time of year, especially, you know, this year more than ever, you know, with, with visits, um, firing back up after, this uh, long layoff i guess the thing that stands out to me and i it shouldn't really raise an eyebrow at this point of the nick saban era at alabama is just the wide range of prospects that come from everywhere Mm -hmm. to visit alabama in the summer i'm talking about for camps you got california you got the state of washington um you got las vegas nevada oklahoma just scrolling through here, Missouri, Texas, uh, you know, it's, 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 uh, Ohio, North Carolina. Uh, do, uh, have we just become desensitized? You think Hank, to <laughs> the, the wide range that, that the net that this program is able to cast again, not, not even just for official visitors and eventual potential commitments anyway, but just for the, the camps in the, in the summer. Yeah. Hey, it's everyone using their uh, their canceled 2020 Delta E credits <laughs> to, to get out there. But uh, absolutely. <laughs> uh, no, I mean, it, it kind of this has kind of been the theme, I, I feel like the last few years. And, and even one guy, um, June 2nd, I believe he's coming. Uh, I know his his organization is coming that who he trains with. But Hero Canoe, who is a he's from California, he's playing in name. California. Right. You got to uh, sign that guy based on the name Hero <laughs> yeah. Canoe. 
He's yeah. actually from Germany. Um, he, he, he's part of that PPI group um, that that's camped at Alabama before. I think they were last on campus in 2019. Uh, but there's a guy named Brandon Collier. He brings kids. Uh, he he you know he he finds the talent in Europe. Um, he trains them. He, he has camps with them, and he, he kind of mentors them. And, and he brings big groups out to the states. Um, and I, I think he's had guys sign at Notre Dame. He's got guys sign at. Um, I want to say West Virginia. So, you know, certainly, you know, has an eye for talent and has a guy, you know, he, he helps these kids get kind of more exposure. They're supposed to camp at Bama on June 2nd, which is the first, uh, first date, um, first camp date. Um, but yeah, you know, it, it's, it's Jaden Wayne, that same, same day, uh, the five-star defensive end from, from the state of Washington. Um, you know, you, obviously you've got a lot of your in-state guys. You got your guys out in Georgia, Florida that, that can make that drive pretty easily. Um, but yeah, it's just, I mean, just in the last few days, we've added a, a number of names, um, to, to the list. Arch Manning is coming on, uh, June 18th. Steve Wolfong reported that the, um, nephew of, of Peyton and, and Eli Manning, son of Cooper Manning, um, five, the number one quarterback in 2023. Um, you got your in-state guys like Curtis Perry, James Smith, um, another guy, Jaquavius Rasaw, that's coming with those two guys from Montgomery. Um, so yeah, I mean, it's all kind of culminating to that June 25th weekend. Um, if you look at the list on BamaOnline.com, uh, I'm counting one, two, three, four, five, five, five star recruits, um, three of which are on official visits that weekend. And then you got guys like, Ter- uh, some elite four star guys like Terrence Brooks, Tyler Booker, uh, Nicholas Singleton, several others. So, uh, that's kind of the, the big weekend. You know, I, we're not gonna, I don't think we're going to have that, you know, champions cookout this year with COVID stuff. But, um, if you want to circle something that's similar champions cookout esque in terms of just sheer talent, uh, that June 25th weekend really looks to be shaping up to be that kind of event. You mentioned Jaden Wayne, the five-star strong side defensive end from Tacoma, Washington for the class of 2023. Maybe he'll just uh, bring JT to Imalalo with him and <laughs> just drop him off, right? Huh? And uh, and then in a couple of years, you go back and get another five-star defensive end from the Pacific Northwest. I think oh. Alabama fans would be fine with that sort of scenario <laughs> at this point. Um, no, yep. Go ahead. No, absolutely. Um, and that that's another, you know, we don't even have a date yet for JT Tuimolo. He's supposed to officially visit Ohio State and Alabama and supposed to as three others on the West Coast, too, in the month of June. But um, he hasn't really announced any plans yet. Um, so, you know, that's something we're still keeping an eye out for. So we'll see which which day he decides to do that if he still plans to do that. And I guess with Ty Simpson, you've talked about this before. This is why you try to get your quarterback early, right? In June and January or February, uh, even into March, if you can, because you want to, you want to position that guy ideally as the leader of your class. And that looks to be very much the case in June with Ty Simpson, uh, looking to be a, a regular it looks like uh every weekend in, in tuscaloosa yeah it looks like he could really have the kind of that Tua effect um that we saw in 2017 where guys kind of just rallied around him especially you know that opening finals which was just a loaded event of future alabama players um in, in it was summer of 2016 um but you know guys like Najee harris xavier mckinney uh vandarius cowan all the receivers you know judy uh, was certainly closer than rugs Devonte Smith. So, um, that he was big and, you know, getting a lot of those guys on board at Alabama. 
Um, and, and I think Ty Simpson could, could be the same, you know, last summer we saw Bama really go on a huge run without a quarterback commit. Um, you know, we saw Drake may flip to UNC early on in 2020 Jalen Milrow came along in, in, uh, in the summer, you know, right before the start of the season flipped to, uh, Alabama from Texas. Um, so, you know, it didn't really have a huge impact last year, but also we didn't have really a normal recruiting calendar last year. So now that, you know, we're back in, in play for in-person visits, um, you know, where these guys can hang out with each other and, and kind of have a, a normal recruiting summer. Um, you know, I, I think Ty Simpson's impact could be very significant. So as we head into June here shortly, Alabama sits with six commitments for the 2021 cycle. If I put the over-under for number of commitments for Alabama on July 1 at 9.5, would you go over right now or under that number for July 1 coming out of June? I'm a glass half-full guy. I'm going over. Um, I I just think this is going to be, you know, the number of guys coming in, there's always, you know, you can always kind of pencil in two guys that, decide to just commit. I feel like, you know, June's always a month. We see several commitments. It just always happens. Um, and I'm not, you know, I'm, I'm not like projecting anything at this point. I'm not trying to hint at anything. I know that's coming that's imminent or anything, but it, it just tends to happen. And I think this year more than ever, you know, guys are going to get back on the visits that some guys that have never even really taken a normal visit, they're going to get excited. They're going to really like what they see at Alabama. Most people do. Um, and I, I think, you know, if, the, if they're given the green light, if they have the opportunity, they're going to going to take it. So um, I, I think over would be my my bet if I was if I was putting a wager on this. There you go. Hank South officially over the nine and a half in terms of commitments for Alabama on July the 1st. Hey, Hank, as we get out of here on a Friday, uh, some pretty good news for Alabama men's basketball, potentially at least, is one of the top point guards for uh, the upcoming class here, uh, has narrowed his list to five, and it seems like it's becoming a common theme, especially at the guard position. Uh, you know, he's top 20, top 30 type overall players in the country at the guard spot, seem to have uh, a lot of interest in Alabama men's basketball these days. Yeah, Bama offered him a while back. Um, I believe Brian Hodgins leading that recruitment. But um, Dior Johnson, the five-star point guard, number one point guard in the country, uh, a one-time Syracuse commit. He reopened his recruitment. He put out a top five on Thursday. Um, it had you know schools you can expect like Kentucky, um, but then you get you know you got Alabama, Oregon, Washington, and then I guess it's the NBA L, the uh, Australia, Australia, or, yeah. yeah, pro Australia um, league. So that's kind of a new thing we're seeing. We're seeing a lot of new things lately, like outside of basketball, kind of just to dip back to football again, real quick. I saw, uh, Jaden blue the Uh, I think he's a five-star running back. He's a top 100 running back for sure. Committed to Texas. He opted out of his senior season just because he didn't, you know, he didn't want to risk injury for a senior year. He wanted to get ready for college. So wow. we're seeing all sorts of new things with the with these kids in, in terms of, you know, uh, th- what they're doing to get ready for their future. But, yeah, you know, J- uh, Dior Johnson um, put out that top five. You know, we're, we're trying to get him on the phone for an interview. Sometimes he's, 
these big time kids uh, are, are pretty popular, uh, especially basketball. They, they're kind of harder to get on the phone sometimes, uh, but we'll see kind of what, where he's, uh, what's going on with Bama, what he's hearing from the staff. But, uh, you know, it, it's just a kind of the theme with Nate Oates and this staff, you know, they, they are recruiting at a very, very high level. They've got a lot of five-star guys interested in them. Um, certainly with how they performed this year and, and the guys they're bringing in. So it's a good time, um, for Alabama men's basketball. The 6'3 point guard from Corona, California, Dior Johnson. Hank, as always, we appreciate you taking the time here with the Bama Online Podcast. Certainly appreciate your great work for us there at BOL. Always a wealth of information and insight for us on the recruiting front. And with that, Hank, we hope you have a great weekend, my friend. Thank you. Same to you, Travis. All right. For Hank Sal, Travis Ryer, thanking you once again for joining us on the Bama Online Podcast. Until next time, so long, everybody. It's the NFL offseason, but on Pick 6, part of the CBS Sports Podcast Network, the football season never stops. Host Will Brinson, John Breach, and Tyler Sullivan are joined by analysts like Brady Quinn, Leslie Ducible, Katie Mox, and R.J. White to keep you in the loop on everything happening around the league. Whether it's free agents signing with new teams, the all-important NFL draft, or schedule release day, Pick 6 has you covered. As the face of the league changes with every team move and player pickup this spring, Pick 6 is a must-listen. Download and follow on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, the Odyssey app, and anywhere podcasts are found.